fellow children of the Most High Everlasting. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. I pray others truly enjoy today's Bible study and they get something out of it. So as always, I hope everyone enjoys herself. Get your coffee, get your tea, and let's get into our Torah, Tanakh, and history. Today in Jewish American history, we are going to be going over how women in this country became enfranchised or incorporated. The definition of franchise, originally freedom from some restriction, servitude, any special right or privilege granted by the government as to be a corporation or as to operate as a public utility, a jurisdiction over which this extends, the right to vote, as in suffrage, the right to market a product often exclusive for a specialized area or as a grantor by a manufacturer. Definition of incorporate. A form or combined into one body or unit, intimately united, joined or blended, formed into, combined as a part of a corporation to be incorporated, to combine or join with something already formed, make part of another thing, to include, embody, to bring together into a single whole mix or combine completely merge to admit into a corporation or association as a member to form individuals or units into a legally organized group that acts as one individual form into a corporation to give substantial material or physical form to to unite or combine into one group or substance, be combined or merged into, to form a corporation. From a Texas history book, first written in 1913, refreshed in 1918, and refreshed in 1921. The Woman Movement how women became incorporated and franchised. For more than a quarter of a century, the influence of women has played an increasingly important part in public affairs of both state and nation. It would be impossible to enumerate here all the objects towards which the women have directed their influence, but among the most important are the efforts of to improve education and provide equal educational privileges and opportunities for both sexes, to obtain legal recognition of the right of a married woman to control her own individual property and make contracts without the consent of their husbands, 
to open the industries and professions to women on the same terms as a man enjoys to protect women and children workers in factories stores offices and other places of employment by regulating hours and conditions of labors and by providing for suitable inspection of such places and in general to shape legislation for the spiritual and bodily protection improvement and comfort of the ignorant helpless and unfortunate members of society. Most of the reforms from which women worked and prayed could be thoroughly accomplished only through legislation. It became therefore a vital importance for them to have the privilege of voting for officers who would carry out their ends. They claimed the ballot, moreover, as a matter of natural right and justice because they bore all the essential burdens and obligations of the citizenship and were subject to the laws equally with men. The first organized movement of the women's suffrage was begun in the United States in 1848 when a suffrage convention met at Seneca Falls in New York. By 1912, nine states of Union, all in the West, allowed women to the right to vote in all elections, and more than 20 others allowed certain classes, such as taxpayers, to vote in local elections. Progress towards the enfranchisement of women was very rapid during the next eight years. This was partly due to the success of the women in gaining the franchise in many European countries. But in the main, it was a recognition of services of women in every field of industry during World War. The Texas Constitution of 1876 confined the franchisement to only male citizens. It did not, however, exclude women from public offices. It was not uncommon to elect a woman to county offices and school boards. The first woman to be elected to an important state office was Miss Annie Webb Bolton, who in 1918 was chosen state superintendent of education. As we have already seen, our legislature passed a law in 1819 permitting women to vote in primary elections and the ratification of the suffrage amendment to the federal constitution by three-fourths of the states in 1920 opened women to the privilege of voting throughout the United States under the same conditions as men.
children of the most high ever loving living god i hope others truly got something out of this bible study i hope this bible study has blessed others i hope this bible study has been an education process i do pray that you are on your way because it is a lifetime learning process believe you me go get yourself your own favorite version of the torah i suggest to others the bluestone torah this is one after you have gotten your own torah get a tanakh keep reading and keep studying get involved find out where your local synagogue is go and find a rabbi i'm not saying go to your local synagogue start going to classes Start learning and start living and loving the one and true and only living God. Please remember to like, heart, subscribe, or share. <laughs> you can always subscribe to our blog. Go to our website, mariespeaksgodsgrace.live, because we serve a living God. You can get our emails from there, and we will not spam your email address. 100%. Keep up to date with us on our social media. If you would like, we like to share what we're interested in maybe something that's inspiring maybe something that we're working on increasing in our knowledge and that's always fun or a new book hello <laughs> anyhow i hope others enjoy the bible study i hope others have been taking time together and just increasing in our relationship with our merciful hashem so like heart subscribe and share and until next time we will see each other May Hashem bless you. May Hashem keep you. May we all be forever written in the book of life. Amen.